You're listening to episode number 48 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 48 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. And I'm really excited and pumped to talk about this stuff. This is an episode about drawing inspiration, where to draw it from, where I draw my inspiration from, and places in your life that you can look around for and identify as sources and places to draw inspiration from. And what I found was, and the reason that I'm even talking about this, is that I found that a lot of people when they're starting out, and even when they're not, but especially when they're starting out, they have a lot of trouble kind of staying focused and a lot of trouble drawing inspiration and basically trying to find like their path and how to get on that path and how to stay on that path. And a lot of that requires a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of motivation. And sometimes there's a tactical component to it as well. But a lot of people find trouble staying and maintaining uh, like an inspired state to keep going towards what they want to get to. Like they might have an idea of where they want to go. And, and this is this is all based around some true things that have happened around me and in my circle lately through some people who have reached out to me and asked me some questions and kind of like opened up a little bit about some of the struggles that they're having and, you know, all these things they want to do, but they don't exactly know how to get there. And they're having trouble staying inspired, trouble staying motivated and more so to, to take it a step further. They're having trouble. Uh, and I think a lot of people have this problem, myself included. Uh, they have a lot of trouble staying inspired to continue pushing kind of in the unknown to get to something that they want to get to. And and we talked about this before, and it's something that a lot of people talk about, and everybody that I know who's been successful talks about this, because there's an element of you have to figure it out. There's this, there's this you have to just find a way uh, piece to, you know, that, that piece is, is, is important and it's something that no one else can provide for you. And it doesn't matter what you're trying to build. If you're trying to start your own business, if you're trying to, to write an album or, or start a a film or something or write a book, like there's a, there's going to be a piece in there somewhere that no one can tell you how to do. No one can tell you exactly what to do. It's, it requires you to just grind through options and figure it out. And, some of the methods of generating like income that I've talked about on this show have been things like using Amazon FBA. And I've interviewed a lot of people who have done that, um, using print on demand services like Amazon merch and trying to drive traffic to that and uh, do like an inventory list income stream. We've talked about that. I've talked about creating classes, things like that. Like all of that stuff takes work and all of that stuff, no matter how much advice you get from other people, there's going to be a figure it out piece to it. Well, The problem that a lot of people have is continuing to stay inspired to push through those figure it out pieces, those figure it out moments. And that, that is kind of what separate, in my opinion, that is kind of what separates uh, the people who really want it. You know, the true, like kind of entrepreneurial people versus the people who they, they like the idea and the concept of having what's at the end, but they don't really want to grind through all this extra stuff that cannot be handed to them. You know, coaches and mentors are great. Masterminds are great and they can help you through a lot of stuff. They can't help you through everything. So it is my personal opinion 
based on my experiences and all of the successful people that I've interviewed on the show, as well as all the people, the successful people that I've spoken to uh, throughout my whole life, and especially recently, the past couple of years, as I've been on this kind of journey, uh, it is my opinion that, that, that no matter who you have in your circle, and no matter how influential and helpful they are, no one is going to be able to get you through everything. You have to do it yourself. And if you truly want it, then you'll find a way. And sometimes that way includes reaching out to a certain person and having them pick that problem apart with you and like help you get through it. You know, that that could be kind of one of the things that you need to figure out, which is figuring out who exactly to get in to your your circle to help you out with that thing. You know, that's part of it. Sometimes it's something else, but my point is continuing to stay inspired to get through all that is difficult. And honestly, one of the ways that I continue to stay inspired through all the bumps and bruises of building a brand. So right now I'm building a brand around something that's been done a billion times, right? Duffel bags, gym bags, uh, backpacks, things like that. Um, you know, my new brand that I keep talking about, uh, that is, some, that's a that is a product type that come with it brings a lot of uh, a lot of doubt right a lot of um, like imposter type stuff like who am I to to try and bring a new duffel bag design into the world and launch it to a population of people who already have a bunch of different duffel bags at their disposal right for all different price ranges who am I to do that. And that's, that can be difficult and that can be daunting. And for me, I stay inspired through, uh, for, from a lot of different places. Like I draw inspiration from everything around me. Uh, first and foremost is my family. Right, straight up. I draw the most inspiration for everything that I do from my family. And uh, more specifically, my wife and my sons, my immediate family. And uh, to, to even take it a step further... I have seen my wife who also, she doesn't listen to this, so this isn't for her, uh, but she really is my best friend. And I have seen her go through a lot of things that would be enough to break a lot of people down. And she does not break. She is uh, probably the, the strongest person that I've ever met personally. And I draw inspiration from that. I, she not only does she never complain about anything like she, it is it is impossible for her to complain i just don't think she has the ability i don't think she has it in her dna to to come up with a complaint about anything uh one of the most selfless people i've ever met i draw a lot of inspiration from that and i draw a lot of my positive energy and my optimism from her so when i have a a silly, stupid problem about a zipper on my duffel bag brand that I'm bootstrapping because I make enough money to not only pay for my mortgage and put food on the table, but also build a secondary brand, you know, and I'm having a problem with a zipper or I'm having a problem with a fabric selection or my supplier misinterpreted something with me because they don't speak English as fluently as I'd like them. Like those problems, those are first world problems. Those are Western you know, problems that, uh, I think a lot of people in the world would love to have those problems. And 
I, a lot of people listening to this who have either tried or, or started successfully or are unsuccessfully um, started their own business or started a, something, you know, an income type uh, pursuit, they ran into some problems as well. And maybe they were financially, maybe they were time based, but they ran into some issues. And chances are that those problems that they encountered, they might have taken a little bit of extra work, but they weren't really problems, right? So, uh, and, and they're just, it's just, kind of like a, 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 there's a hard work element to it all. And, you know, to circle back around a little bit where I draw my inspiration from to push through those problems and push through, uh, the things that need a little bit extra hard work and a little bit extra time. And, um, you know, a little bit more, uh, emphasis, like emphasis on things that I don't want to do even a little bit more attention to detail on something I don't want to work on. Um, I draw inspiration from my family, my wife, like she, she emits it. Just being around her is enough to kind of push me through. And I've, I've known her for a very, very long time, and it didn't always used to be this way. And the more time I spent with her early, early on, uh, the, the bigger change I saw in myself with all of these habits forming slowly. And then as time continued to go on, they just became who I am. So... You know, like she's one of the, she, this is an example of my my spouse making me a better person overall and making me a harder worker and more ambitious and more passionate about everything that life has to offer. And I also draw a lot of inspiration for my son. And if you have kids and you have a close relationship with your kids, hopefully you see the same same thing in them as I see in mine, which is this this young person who's full of life, curiosity, interest. And they see the world totally different than adults because everything's brand new. And because everything's brand new, I can sit down, literally, I can just like grab my son and take him outside and I can sit down on the porch with him uh, at our house and I can say, you know, you know, what do you think about this? You know, or what, what do you, what are you thinking about? Or when I, when I say the word like maple tree, what does it make you think of? You know, I just ask him random questions. And you'd be amazed at some of the things that that kids come up with when they talk. And my son, he just has such a unique, different perspective. All kids do, I think. But my son, since he's he's my only child and he's the only one I talk to uh, as often as as uh, I, I do with him, it, it, the perspective that I get from him on on everything is just like radically different than anything I could ever come up with. And because of that, I can actually, I can ask him questions and I can like bounce things off of him. And even though, you know, a lot of the stuff he comes out of his mouth isn't like, it's not going to be business savvy. It's not going to be like marketing, you know, anything like that. But what he does do is he just, he challenges me without even trying because he's, uh, you know, about to turn six. <laughs> he doesn't have the the depth of, of thought to do this, but uh, with without thinking about it, without you know, chat without like uh, doing this intentionally, he challenges me to think deeply about things I never would have thought about. And it blows my mind. And he has the ability to get me out of my own head and he doesn't even know he's doing it. And that's the best part. So I can sit down literally with my five-year-old and like when I'm in a rut and pull myself out and get myself back on track all while having a conversation about like pizza crust or something. It's, uh, it, it's awesome. I love it. And I feel like, like I was, I just won the lottery by having 
by having him as my son, by having a son, period, by having a child of my own. Uh, but to be more specific, that particular one and the fact that he's he's a son, there's a special bond there. And, you know, we're extra close. And I feel like we have a really, really tight bond. And that is something that is, is very special to me. And, and I do get a lot of my inspiration from him. I, I, I really, truly do. And so, you know, to, to move on from family stuff, because that really is my number one inspiration in life is just, just looking at and talking to my family. Um, but if I'm looking for inspiration, that's a little bit more tactical and a little bit more specific. Uh, I get a lot of inspiration from searching for and looking at how other entrepreneurs and, uh, more specifically for, because it caters to what I'm doing, um, brand builders, e-commerce brand builders, um, I will go and look at a brand builder and it doesn't have to be anything related to what I'm doing necessarily since I'm building uh, a, a fitness bag, gym bag company uh, right now. That's what I'm heavily focused on. I, I can go look at someone who's building like a coffee company or someone who's building an, uh, a headphone like company or an audio company, uh, electronics, that kind of thing, something completely different. And I will look at that brand, whatever it is, and then I'll start to look at their competitors. And like, I'll do this like on Instagram. I'll go and look at their, their Twitter, their social media. If they have YouTube channels, I'll go find those. And I will look at how these brands are competing with each other. And I'll look at how they are tactically deploying what they're doing, like through social media and like through their sales offerings, through their website, their their e-commerce store, their execution on larger marketplaces like Amazon, uh, eBay, Jet, places like that, Walmart. And then I'll even take it a step further and I'll start to pick apart their products and I'll see what their first revision looked like and their second revision and when they rebranded, if they rebranded. And I will, I will literally spend time picking apart a brand of something that I'll probably never buy and never bought before just to see, but I know they're successful, right? Uh, just to see what they did. And I think that anyone who is going into something like brand building, they will, would do that consistently. No one's ever told me to do that, uh, but I just kind of figured it out. And it all goes back to a piece of advice that I did hear. It wasn't as specific as the way I'm breaking it down right now about investigating other brands, but I've, I've heard the advice over and over again that, you know, find someone who's doing what you're doing and model yourself after it, that kind of thing. Um, well, no one's doing exactly what I'm doing. And so you can't take it too literally, but if you take a step back, I'm building a brand and I'm building a brand of a physical product and I'm having an outside manufacturer make it based on my design, like all of that stuff that, you know, that you can, you can kind of just like draw blank boxes and, you know, do like a block diagram kind of thing. My business model has been done before. It's the specifics of what I'm building that's different. But, um, I have gone to basically look at people who are doing what I'm doing in block diagram form, you know, that business model. And that is something that I've been able to use as inspiration. So when I'm kind of like hitting a roadblock and I'm just not feeling inspired to push through it, or I don't feel like I know exactly how to figure it out, I'll go and I'll spend time looking at how other people have done it, how other people do things to get, you know, from A to B. And that takes effort that takes work. You don't always know what you're looking for, but fortunately we have the opportunity to look at our, uh, our direct competitors and also in other categories altogether, 
um, all those competitors who are competing with each other, even if it's unrelated to you know what I'm doing, I can go look at a group of brands who are competing with each other and see how they are all dealing with that. So that's something that I do frequently. And um, I use Instagram a lot. I talk about it here a lot. It's a tool that I think is really powerful, especially for uh, what I'm doing. It's very Instagram friendly, but I don't really use Instagram the way a casual user uses it. You know, for example, uh, my, there's teenagers in my, my circle and in my family and friends of the family, that kind of thing who use Instagram and they are consuming because they're teenagers. And so they're consuming other people's content. And I, I kind of like study them cause I think it's interesting, but, uh, I've learned from watching, you know, people consume Instagram, um, of what kind of like works and what people, react to. It's, it's really, it's, it's really interesting. So I talk about that a lot and I will go and look how people are exploiting, um, Instagram and, and basically using it to its full advantage. And, uh, you know, I really don't think people do that enough and same goes with Twitter. Same goes with Snapchat, same goes with YouTube even. And these are all platforms where a lot of people consume a lot of things. And even if you're not producing content, that's fine because it was, it's not a, it wasn't invented. These things all weren't invented specifically for marketers to go on there and market their stuff. Uh, but like, you know, the people who are consuming, if you are building a brand or you do run a business or you are doing something and you want to utilize one of these platforms to get business, then start watching the people who are consuming start watching the things that people are consuming a lot and figure out exactly how it relates to what you're doing and then model that and do something similar, you know, or take a piece of it and build on top of that, build something else on top of that that's different, but utilizes kind of like maybe a core principle or a core piece of what's really, really working. And that's kind of like, that's kind of the key. And it goes for the same for all those platforms. And so that's when I'm talking about researching competitors and researching other brands and all of the people in that brand or in that, in that niche that are competing with each other. I'm doing that through a social media network, a social media outlet, such as Instagram, Twitter, etc. And that's a huge tactic. I draw a lot of inspiration from that. Um, I think it's one of the key pieces of basically understanding what works and what doesn't. And if you want to build something and get clientele, uh, you're going to have to get in front of people's eyes. And in order to do that right now in 2017, it's probably using one of those social media networks. Uh, so beyond that, one of the other things that I use to draw inspiration from a lot is to take a moment, literally, you know, a couple minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, and think about and look back on everything that I've done to date. And it's, it's difficult sometimes when you are working on something every single day and you, you, you're trudging along and you feel like, you know, you're not really making a ton of progress and you're working work, you're working really, really hard to try and move forward and propel yourself. And, you know, maybe you take a big step after weeks and weeks and weeks of constant grinding 
and it's a daunting feeling and definitely makes everything that you're doing feel overwhelming. Uh, but if you take a step back every once in a while, and I do this a lot, and look back at what you've accomplished over three, six, nine, twelve months, eighteen months, two years, two and a half years, uh, it's pretty amazing. If you stick with it, if you're patient enough, and you stick with what you're doing, and you look so long term that you kind of push aside, like you know, the the short term successes and like the sprint kind of component and you're looking marathon at this point um, and you get you know you, you start to stumble a little bit and if you just look back and, and look briefly at everything that you've done uh, I this works for me a lot I look back and, and I I see everything that I've accomplished and even though I'm not where I want to be yet you know I know what it takes to get to where I'm going because I can look back and look at how far I've come and how much work and effort and persistence and determination and ambition it took to get from nothing to where I'm at today. And I certainly haven't accomplished everything I want to accomplish, but I can look back over the last 24 months and uh, in, in a moment be inspired and re-energized and refueled just because I know what I'm capable of. So when I start to fall short, I can look back and be like, wow, okay, yeah, I mean, you've done this and you were able to push through that problem. And I don't know how the hell you figured that out, but you did. And you didn't know what you were doing at the time. And... (laughs) But you, you figured it out. You know, you, you went and you you talked to this person and that person and that person. And you reached out and a friend of a friend of a friend of a colleague or whatever uh, helped you out with that problem. And, you know, you wouldn't have been able to work through it if you didn't have the perseverance back then. And, you know, it all compounds. So, you know, I can look back on those things and draw inspiration from past obstacles. And I think anybody can do that. Anybody can look back and be surprised at what they've been able to push through in the past, whether it was business related or not, just any life event even. And I, I want that to, I want that to be really clear. It can be any difficult problem that's ever come up in your life. You can look back and say, wow, I made it through that. I can make it through this. And that happens to me. And that can definitely happen to you. There has been a difficult problem in your past, whether it was a personal thing, a health thing, a money thing, something with your family, something business related, something job related, school related, it doesn't matter anything that was like, just unbelievably taxing, that took all of what you had to get through it. You can look back at that thing and say, wow, I made it through that. I can make it through this. So I draw inspiration from that a lot. And alternatively, I draw inspiration from looking forward. I do. I draw inspiration to uh, from like what I have upcoming and what I know is on the horizon, right? So right now, I'm drawing inspiration from the fact that I am coming up to a kickstarting campaign, a Kickstarter campaign in September, and I am aware of the work that it's going to take to not only get to the point where I'm prepared to launch in September, but also carrying through the launch and doing my best, putting myself in the best position to get funded and then putting myself in the best position to take it on to future success beyond that, right? Not just fulfilling the backers and their orders, but taking that capital that I raised and building a brand and taking that brand and scaling it as high as makes sense. And that's, that's something that inspires me just knowing what's ahead. 
and I've also put everything out on the table now. I mean, there are there are no holds barred, right? Everything's out there, and I didn't hold back. So all the details about the brand are are you know, I'm making my I'm making all that stuff public, and the numbers are going to be all public, and I have have no reason to hide it. Uh, the brand is public. The the color choices, the fabric, like the whole design, basically. And uh, the only thing I'm kind of not revealing is my future, future, future plans of the brand. But all those things are moot if I don't get funded. So at least today they are. So I, by doing that, by putting it all out there, I am basically holding myself accountable. It's an, it's an accountability tactic for me to put that all out there and to make sure that I can back myself. So I draw inspiration from the fact that I made that move by coming uh, out with all the information about the brand and about what I want to do, more or less. And so that's, that's, that's something that I, I can draw from. That's something that I can use as motivation. And I think if you are building something or you want to build something or you want to write that book, right? If you put it out there, if you make it public information and you don't care how people react to it, if you don't care who judges you in your family, or if you don't care, you know, who inside your circle, you know, maybe like you have this toxic person in your circle, if you don't care how they respond to seeing the fact that you are trying to gather up all the ambition and motivation you have enough to to like put that courage out there to to present the thing that you want to build if you choose not to care about what that person thinks right you have an ultimate chance of winning an ultimate chance of winning and you have an incredibly high chance of holding yourself accountable by putting that out there and being able to draw inspiration and draw motivation and draw more ambition from the fact that you took that huge, huge step. And that's a huge step. Putting it all out there, that means that you are telling, you're telling everybody, you're telling the world, you're telling your family, you're telling your friends, you're telling your kids that, and potentially, depending on how public you go with it, you could be telling your your current boss, right? Your current employer or coworkers, you could be telling all of them that I'm taking this huge step and I want to build this thing or I want to start this thing and it's out there now and I'm going to do it. And here's a, a rough timeline. And you know, it's, it's the ultimate step forward by trusting in yourself and what you're capable of and what you believe in by trusting in all of that that means that you already are inspired. And sometimes you may just have to relight that, but it's already there. Your lamp is already lit. You just have to constantly maybe maintain it a little bit. And everybody needs that. Every single person needs that. From the most successful person on the planet to you know the people who are just maybe starting to think about what they might want to do with their, themselves. Everybody needs that. All right, we're all human. Every single one of us. So... The only other thing I do on a regular basis to make sure that I stay inspired, I stay motivated, I stay driven, I stay determined is to make sure that I constantly, constantly um, put an emphasis on remaining anchored, right? Remaining grounded. And I've talked about this before. The way I do that is through fitness and basically taking time to make sure that I am maintaining and upholding 
my mental strength and my physical strength and staying kind of in tune with myself, right? That's uh, like, like the mental, physical connection. That's very, very important to me. And I need it on a daily basis. It's very medicinal and meditative for me to work out, exercise, and get the serotonin going, sweat. Uh, I do this about five days a week, six days a week. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's extremely important when I don't do it. Um, it's, I, I don't, I don't really function the same and it's, it's across the board. I don't think as sharply. I'm a little bit slower with, uh, processing things. I mean, not like dramatically, but I just don't think about things the same. My, uh, my engines aren't, you know, the cylinders, of my engine aren't firing at the same level, right? The same rate. And in addition to that, I, I feel physically slow. Right? I feel physically sluggish. I feel physically just kind of like a, like I'm not moving as quickly. I don't have as, as the same amount of spring in my step. And, you know, naturally my positivity, it dwindles as a result. I don't go into this like really, really negative state or anything, but I know that I'm at my sharpest. I'm, Oh, I know that I'm at my, my most positive, my most optimistic and just kind of like my most like cognizant version of myself when I am working out like four or five days a week and I'm giving it everything. And at the same time, I'm really dialed in with my nutrition. And if I can do, if I can keep those up, which I do, pretty effortlessly now on a weekly basis, uh, or, you know, I guess a daily basis is the, is the better way to say it. If I can do that on a daily basis, I have my nutrition dialed in, I have my fitness dialed in, um, then I am the most productive and the most positive person, the most positive version, most productive version of myself that I, that I can be. And that's just the way it is. So, you know, lastly, like I was saying, remaining anchored and remaining grounded to your truth on a daily basis or near daily basis is a way that might be in some ways the most important, uh, but if not equally important to the other things I mentioned uh, for staying inspired, staying motivated and staying in tune, staying aligned with what you've set up for yourself and keeping that ambition going, keeping that drive going. So, uh, so that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode. I hope that you can take something away from this and make sure that you can kind of get yourself to stay on track on a regular basis. And if you stray a little bit, that's okay. Everybody does. I do. The most successful people in the world do. But use one of these tactics. Come up with your own, maybe. Draw the inspiration from any source that you can. The motive and draw that motivation, draw that ambition, draw that determination, get yourself back where you need to be, snap yourself back onto that plane and keep pushing forward. And that's the only way you're going to get to where you need to go and where you're trying to go is by continuing to push forward. So use whatever you need to, to stay inspired and stay motivated to do that. So thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.